Bhogajnana Tumirandhasya Jnanam Jana Shalakaya Chakshur Militam Yena Tasmai Shigaravena Maha Culture, he had some culture, he's famous as Dhaka Karni. He had the idea of giving charity. Jarasandha also was giving in charity, he's famous. He followed the Vedic principles. Still, he's considered a demon because he was inimical to Vishnu. But he had the idea to serve the Brahmins. Here, how Bali Maharaj became powerful by following his guru, Shukracharya, and performing sacrifices. By pleasing the Brahmanas, they became powerful enough to conquer the heavenly planets because they were blessed by Brahma Shakti, Brahma Teja, the power of the Brahmanas. So some culture was there. And that I was saying, even in the modern age you'll find the modern demons, Mayavadis, they don't fight with the Supreme Lord directly try to kill him, but they try to kill him by an indirect process, by saying he has no legs, no hand, no form, no mouth, no, he doesn't say anything, He's, he doesn't exist. In this way they try to kill him, by Mayavad. But often you'll find, even Mayavadis, by behavior, just apart from the one crucial fact that they don't accept Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, which spoils everything else. But in their general behavior, they're often very cultured, often more so than you'll find many Mayavadis who in their behavior are more cultured than many devotees. It's a fact, at least according to my personal experience. So, we can imagine that in the family of Bali Maharaj, he's surrounded by so many different people, so they would offer respect to him. Maharaj. That's the, the regular demons. And his family members would be kind and affectionate to him, and they would serve him. So in this way, they would get benefit, because he's a great devotee. Indirectly, just like Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He thought to take sannyas. Why should he take sannyas? He's the Supreme Lord. What business has he got to do? Why should he take sannyas? What has he got to give up? He can't give up anything. He can't give up the whole world anyway because it belongs to him. How is he going to give up? He is the, he is the master and the controller of everything. What is the meaning to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taking sannyas? Why does he take a guru? Why does Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, why does Krishna take a guru when he already knows everything? He is the object of knowledge himself. That's why you'll find Krishna took a guru just to show everyone should take a guru. Nowadays we have some people who are saying, well, you don't have to take a guru. And you just imagine some guru. Krishna himself personally took a guru, was personally instructed. In 64 days he learned all the 64 arts. Learn means he already knows, because he is the ocean of knowledge. Sandipani Muni is like the cloud who has collected water, again rained back on the ocean. But at the end of his learning, Sandipani Muni said to Krishna, he blessed him. See, he's been, Krishna has been blessed by his Guru. He blessed him that whatever you say will be exactly perfect and will remain extant in human society forever. 
Prabhupada comments that because of the blessing of his Guru, the Bhagavad Gita is still accepted today. Because of that. Similarly, Lord Chaitanya taught Kesha Bharati as his sannyas guru. His Diksha guru was Ishwara Puri. He took sannyas from Kesha Bharati. Kesha Bharati was superficially a Mayabadi. So actually, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said to him, Is this the mantra you're going to give me? And he spoke it to him. And this way he initiated him. And afterwards, Kesha Bharati superficially initiated Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So in this way, he already knows everything. But he accepts a guru to follow the Vedic observances. <coughs> Similarly, even among the uh, demons, they follow all the observances. So, Dali Maharaj, by living with his family, he can purify them. Otherwise, what hope is there for them? If they're simply demons, who is going to deliver them? That Krishna states in Gita that those who are demoniac, Murha Janmani they just go down and Mama Prakya even come for you. They don't attain me. So I was discussing this when yesterday, the Madhvas, they say that Madhva Sampadaya say, you see, Krishna says they all go to hell forever, no hope. But Prabhupada explains in the Prabhupada that even though Krishna says this, the devotees of the Lord are more merciful than the Lord himself. Because the Lord, he simply says, okay, you go to hell. The devotees say, they try to preach to them, try to save them. Practically, this is the meaning of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's coming to this world. There are different purposes of Lord Chaitanya's coming. That stated in Chaitanya Charitamrita that he came to relish the devotion, devotional feelings of Srimati Radharani towards himself. He came to relish his own sweetness by taking the form of his devotee. But practically, he doesn't have to come to this world to do that. He can do that in the spiritual world also. So, why does he come? Practically, the, the main reason he comes is to give Krishna consciousness to others. That is the main purpose of the Krishna consciousness movement. Sometimes there is a disagreement among followers of Lord Chaitanya as to what is the meaning of this verse. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Satatikam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadama Yam Dadati Swapadam Tikam. This is praying to Rupa Goswami. When will Rupa Goswami Prabhupada? who has established within this world the inner feelings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When will he show his mercy to me? So what are these inner feelings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? So some say that, well, Rupa Goswami came to establish the, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's inner feelings, the feelings of conjugal love and separation from Krishna. So that's also true. But Bhaktis Dansas Thakur explained that the inner feelings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are Pitivite Achitatanagra Vikram Sapakapachavidana. The Krishna consciousness be spread to every town and village in the world. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's desire 
He said, everyone take up Krishna consciousness. So that is the purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's taking sannyas. Why did he take sannyas? There's no reason for him to take sannyas. But he took sannyas thinking that, but all these people, they think I'm just one of them. You see, he's a local boy. There's the saying in English, a prophet is never respected in his own village. So like that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they were the, so many people in Navadvip, they were thinking, you see, he's just one of us. What is he preaching to us? Who is this guy? They were thinking. So then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thought, I'll take sannyas, because that is the culture that everyone should bow down to a sannyasi. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thought that they're not respected. I came to deliver everybody, but it's become opposite. They're disrespecting me. They're blaspheming me. So instead of delivering them, they'll go to hell more. So let me take sannyas and everyone, they will, they will be duty-bound, whatever they may have thought of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu previously to his taking sannyas. When one takes sannyas, everyone is duty-bound to bow down before sannyas. So just Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is thinking, if they think of me as a sannyasi, they'll bow down, but actually I'm God. So by bowing down to me, they'll get the benefit of bowing down to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In this way they can be, how else to deliver these people? So in the same way, Bali Maharaj, living at home, his family members are thinking, my husband, my father, our cousin, and the people in general, the demons he's living with, they're thinking, our king. So anyway, in this way, they respect him, they may serve him, follow his orders, without understanding his exalted position as a great devotee, still their benefit. Imperceptible benefit is there. Hare Krishna. Any question? Hare Krishna. I think something that I see What is it? Married still. Ah, oh. I think like Sofashkia they could be. Yeah. They don't take uh, from your house. They they all the nations of the world. You're so attached to your home, you'll come back in the same home. If you're very pious, you can come back as your grandson. If you're not sinful. But then everyone in this age is sinful. So you'll come, if you're attached to the one home, you come back in the same home, you may be born as a snake or a rat or something like this. In the same home. People don't know. There's a question. How did Bhagavatam start or occur? What is Bhagavatam? Bhagavatam is the narration of the pastimes, qualities of the Supreme Personality of God. How do we start? Bhagavatam is eternal, as the Supreme Lord is eternal. So it may appear to have a beginning, just like Krishna appears to be born. But actually Bhagavatam is eternal. Krishna's pastimes may be a little bit different every time, may enact them a little differently. So Bhagavatam, that may also be explained a little bit differently in different times. Actually, Bhagavatam is eternal. Hare Krishna.
من كل شيء هذه كل شيء شنو الحاجة وتم كي جاء شنو الحاجة كي جاء 